0: Welcome to the Weekly Standard Podcast. I'm your host, Michael Graham. With us from the Weekly Standard is Executive Editor Terry Eastland, who's also a former Justice Department official. And that's relevant, Terry, because obviously the big doings surrounding uh, FBI Director Comey, and in particular, the judicial question... Was the evidence against Hillary Clinton enough to uh, bring about an indictment? And I will say, as someone who's not a lawyer and doesn't like them very much, I've seen enough episodes of Matlock to know she's guilty as charged. Right, right. Well, I would
1: say this, Michael, that uh, the decision to indict is a very serious one. Uh, And someone like Jim Comey, the FBI director takes it quite seriously. I think that uh, the, the telling fact that I learned today from his testimony, and he did not say this in his statement earlier in the week, but in his testimony, he did say that there, this statute has only been uh, used to prosecute someone once in the past hundred years. In my experience with the Justice Department, if you have that kind of uh, non-prosecution under a particular statute, it would be quite unusual for the department to bring a case. And I think that that, more than anything else, might have been the influencing factor here.
0: And it's also a, a strong argument in and of itself. You can understand why someone trying to do the right thing might rely on that. Now the flip side of that, and once again as a amateur non-lawyer, yeah. watching prosecutor Trey Gowdy not only just lay out the many false statements that Hillary Clinton made in public, but I thought it was interesting when he asked the FBI director, what do you use public statements of falsehood like this for? And he said he responded without being prompted, establishing intent. What about the argument that the entire conspiracy, t- to misuse a legal term, kind of you can see that this was not just an oops, I didn't really know where my emails are going. It was a plan to keep her emails hidden, even if that meant breaking the law. Didn't Trey Gowdy do a pretty good job of establishing? Evidence of intent.
1: Well, I thought he I thought he did. But again, we come back to the once in 100 years. When you're looking at those kind of numbers, you have to ask about fairness, whether it's really right to bring a case. In fact, you know, he made that point in testimony today. Comey did. He said and the, the wrong thing to have done would have been to have brought a case against her, given the one in 100 years use of this statute. Now, uh, what's striking to me, we have to put this in larger context, I mean, obviously the Republicans wanted to have this hearing, whether they know anything at all about these facts. <laughs> they wanted to have this hearing because they, would, they wanted a prosecution. There will not be a prosecution. The, 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 uh, the Congress nor the courts can command the executive branch to bring an indictment of anyone. We know that. And so this is a decision that's been made. We have to study it. We have to debate it. That's fine. But going forward, the real question is going to be, I think, how does this affect the presidential race, in particular the perception of Hillary Clinton?
0: So how do you think it will affect the race?
1: Well, I think that she has, as everyone knows, um, a problem with her veracity.
0: You're not suggesting that this isn't the first time that Mrs. Clinton has become crosswise with the facts, are you? Uh, No, this is not the first time. and, And so
1: she has this issue. And if you look uh, carefully at what Comey said in his statement earlier this week, you see that basically dismantled is the public statements uh, that she has made regarding her emails and how she's handled classified information. And so I think that's in that context that uh, we I think the latest number was 69 percent of the American people think that her uh, veracity, her truthfulness is in question often. And this will only add to it, I think, and could cause her problems at the end of the day.
0: How do you respond to the people who say that any impact that this public lying was going to have on Hillary Clinton is already, to use the cliche of the day, baked in the cake? In other words, if you stand up and say, Hillary Clinton, she's a liar, it's kind of like saying Hannibal Lecter, you know, he makes bad diet choices. You know, his his man witches have a man in them. I mean, people already know one of her flaws is that she's just incorrigibly dishonest. And so... This merely confirms the negative that people already knew.
1: I think it it is a confirming factor, but it's a rather staggering one in the sense that it comes so close to the election day. It will be easily remembered and become emblematic, I think, of her problem in this area. I think the other other aspect of this, though, is – and I wrote about this in the editorial we're publishing this week – is that there are aspects to her handling of the classified information – that suggests she is, would not be very attentive to certain details when she's president. Importantly, these are the national security details and the, the, the record keeping details. And we, it really poses the question, do we want a president of the United States who is deficient in these areas? And likewise, I close the piece by talking about the take care clause. The Constitution obliges the President of the United States to take care that the laws are faithfully executed. And by the way, for her, those would include the ones that she's now been then investigated under the two statutes. <laughs> uh, can we really trust her? Is that the kind of person we want as our Commander in Chief? Now, you and I know how we would answer that question. Others would answer it differently but still the fact remains there is a serious question about her ability to handle the presidential job
0: in in a race in a race where preparedness to be president is, you know, at its heart. And I think that's fair to say that one of the criticisms or questions about Donald Trump is, you know, is this guy with no background in politics and no leadership and kind of maybe a little off the cuff, is he prepared to be president? Is, do you think it's possible to bring Hillary's numbers down on capable for the office to Donald Trump's once again is this and is this another aspect of this politically that is in the end going to be no harm no foul because a no one believes Hillary Clinton tells the truth that's right and b, no one will ever believe she's less presidential less able to take care than Donald Trump.
1: Michael, you make a very good point here. I end the editorial by saying, do we want her? Do we want her in charge of taking care that the laws should be faithfully executed? And I say, that's another question for election day, which is somewhat of an odd answer because the other answer we might get on election day is, or the question we might ask is whether Donald Trump is capable of executing the laws faithfully. I have my doubts there too. It could be that we have two difficulties staring at us right now.
0: Well, thanks so much for your insights on this story. I look forward to reading the editorial in the Weekly Standard. Also, a reminder to all of our Weekly Standard listeners, we're going to have special coverage from the Republican National Convention. There'll be special daily updates of the podcasts and material at weeklystandard.com. So be sure to check those. You've been listening to the Weekly Standard podcast. Please be sure to check weeklystandard.com regularly for podcast updates. I'm your host, Michael Graham.